Hello ladies, welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to do something a little bit different because we have heard from some amazing women over the last few months of me doing this podcast, but I realized that some of you may not really know much about me. So I decided to sort of do a podcast explaining my story, um, how I got to this point in my life and um, sort of the path that I've been on for the past few years. I'm hoping this doesn't drag on too, too long because I can definitely be a talker and don't we all love talking about ourselves? (laughs) So bear with me, but I hope this will give you a little bit of insight into who I am and also what my mission is. So one of my first sort of memories of me embarking on this journey to like self-discovery, personal development was about six years ago, like actually honestly exactly six years ago now that I think of it. And at the time I had no idea that this moment would become one of those like defining moments in my life, but looking back, it definitely is. So I'm a registered nurse and I actually was um, part of a committee that I was like the nursing representative for a committee that was developing a stroke unit within our hospital. So it was like a really, really big deal um, at the time and it still is something that I'm super proud of for being involved in and helping create. So I was the only nurse on this committee and I worked with... um, you know, different physicians and residents and just other people within the hospital for this. And as a result, I was able to go to Vancouver and uh, we presented what we had created at our hospital for like this stroke Congress. It was like a huge, huge conference that they put on every single year. And I was able to attend and was able to go to Vancouver, which was crazy. So at that time in my life, I had three young kids. um, And that was when my husband was working out west on the pipeline as well. So he was gone a lot. Like when I say a lot, I mean, he was gone for three months at a time um, without coming home. And then he would come home for about four weeks. And then he would go away again for three months and then come home for four weeks. And we did this for a couple years. And it was um, it was really tough those years when he was gone, but also I think that that is definitely part of my story, and I think that we can always look back and discover these like moments and situations that happened in our life that have really transformed and helped to create the life that we live right now. And I know that him making that decision to go out west um, to work on the pipeline really is why we are where we are right now in life if that makes sense it was it was really hard and this is like a whole other conversation but I remember feeling so much judgment when he decided to go out west we obviously had talked about it and made the decision together and even though I was like really sad and scared and kind of worried um, I was also like, okay, if this is what you need to do for for your own career and your own um, you know, business, I, I get it. And like, let's do it. And I was so afraid to tell people that he was going to be doing this because I 
was worried about the judgment and how people might perceive this as him abandoning his family or that maybe we didn't have a strong and solid marriage in the first place and how could he just up and leave his wife with three young kids and there was all kinds of judgment. I had already been very independent in my motherhood role and I never relied on him to... Um, how can I say this in like a nice way? I never, I never like relied on him to, to help me. I was very independent in raising the children and he obviously was raising them alongside of me, but he was gone a lot. He worked long, long hours and I was the one that was at home the majority of the time. So I was very used to doing things on my own and I was totally okay with that. I've been very independent. Um, I love, just kind of doing things on my own. Um, so that wasn't a huge adjustment to being on my own, but it was like the judgment that I was feeling from other people close to me. And it might've just been me judging myself now looking back and maybe nobody was judging, but that was like a big part of that. Anyways, back to my story. So that was kind of like the situation that my husband and I were in. He was, you know, out West Um, I was at home and then I got this opportunity to actually go out west as well um, to this big conference to Vancouver to a place that I never thought I would ever get the opportunity to go to. At this point, I had never traveled alone ever. Um, I had never even left my kids for more than like a night or two. So this was like a really big deal and I was nervous and scared and so excited about the idea of traveling like across the country by myself, even like sitting on a plane alone, um, having a hotel room in a city that I have never been to along the water. Like it was all kinds of emotions. So I arrive in Vancouver. Um, the, the conference was like a few days long. So I was there with these other people that I had been doing um, all of this work with. So I knew people and we went to the stuff together and met for dinner and had drinks and stuff. And it was amazing. But I actually had made the decision beforehand to stay a few extra days by myself. So everyone else left Vancouver um, and I stayed at the hotel for I think an extra two two nights. I think it was an extra two nights um, because I thought, you know what, if I'm going to be going away I am going to take full advantage of this opportunity because I may never get to travel again. Um, I may never get to be alone again. So I'm just like doing it. And I think that decision was just something that really did propel my life into a whole other direction. So when everyone left the conference and I was kind of left alone, everyone, I remember everybody left mid-morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this city on the other side of the country alone. What am I going to do? And there was this like very small period of time. I remember going back to the hotel, which I had this beautiful, beautiful room, like floor to ceiling windows, like absolutely incredible. Um, and I remember feeling almost a little homesick, like, oh gosh, should I have left to like, what am I doing? What am I going to do in this city alone? But I just decided like, you know what? I have the opportunity to just be whoever I want to be right now. I am not a mom for the next few days. I'm not a nurse for the next few days. I'm not even a wife. I get to just be Megan and do what Megan wants to do. 
So I talked to some people in the hotel, asked around like, what could I do for the next couple of days? And I ended up doing a couple of little adventures completely on my own. I rented a bicycle. I biked all around Stanley Park by myself. Um, I, gosh, where else did I go? I remember getting on like a ferry and going like somewhere to some island. I honestly can't even remember what exactly I did. I booked myself into the nicest restaurants um, in Vancouver along the water's edge for lunch and dinner. I made reservations for one. I would order a glass of wine and like the best entree. And I sat there alone eating, having dinner, things that I had never done before, but it felt so good. I had no idea how good that independence and freedom and adventure could feel and it filled me up in a way that I did not know was possible. And one of like the biggest moments for me was, um, I think it was on the last day that I was there, I decided to climb Grouse Mountain. So if you're Grouse Mountain, Grouse Mountain, I don't even know how you pronounce it. If you're familiar with Vancouver, you probably know about this mountain that you can climb. Well, I decided like, all right, um, I'm going to climb this mountain. That's cool. Well, I was not prepared at all. I think, I don't even know if I brought a bottle of water with me. I just like tucked my phone in my back pocket, a credit card, an ID, and I took a cab and just decided to climb this mountain, not knowing how like big of a mountain and like how hard this actually was going to be. And I thought I was going to die climbing this mountain because I was completely unprepared. I was alone. There was other people climbing too, but I was completely alone. Um, Thought I was going to die of thirst within about 15 minutes in. I don't know if I was expecting there to be like water fountains on the way up or vending machines, but I was like, I just remember being so thirsty. So I climbed this mountain. I have no idea how long it took, what like up into the clouds, above the clouds, Um, And I finally got to like the top peak and I got to the, to the top of the mountain. And I think I like was almost like delusional because I was in need of water so badly, bought probably a $12 bottle of water at the top of the mountain. And I'm just kind of like roaming around at the top. There was like this little restaurant that you could go into and a little gift shop and stuff. But I was just like roaming around this peak of the mountain overlooking the clouds and just thinking like holy shit like I can't believe that this is my life right now I cannot believe that I left my three babies at home I'm on the other side of Canada I'm on top of a mountain like holy f this feels amazing and at that moment my husband actually called I'm surprised I had cell phone service but I did my husband called and Oh gosh, will I even go into this? I don't know. That we, I'll just give you a very small Coles notes of this. I had wanted a fourth baby. I had wanted to have a fourth baby because I just, there was like something inside of me knew that we were not done creating our family. However, my husband was very adamant, like, nope, we're done, Megan. We had three babies in two and a half years, like legit. We had three babies in like two and a half years. Um, it was insane. It was crazy. Like we do not need to have another child, but I wanted to have another child so badly, but I had decided to just surrender to the idea that, okay, we're done. And in fact, when my husband had been home 
from out west like a couple months prior he had told me he was going to book himself for a vasectomy so I was like okay then just go and do it just make the decision let's be done let's move on even though I was very sad about not being able to have that fourth child I just knew that for the sake of my marriage um, one of us had to kind of give in and I had to respect the decision that he didn't want another child Anyways, we get to the top of the mountain and then we never talked about it again. We hadn't talked about it in a couple months. We get to the top of the mountain. My phone rings. It's my husband and I'm like telling him how like exhilarating this feels being at the top of the mountain and I cannot believe I've done this and we're, we're chatting and um, he says to me, Megan, if you want to have another baby, then let's do it. And I was like, what? Like, where is this coming from? And I honestly feel like I think I was still delusional, like dehydrated, almost half dead at the top of the mountain in Vancouver. And my husband's now telling me, let's have another child. And I was like, okay. Actually, I think what he had said to me was, tell me why you want to have another baby. And I said to him, it's not that right now I feel the need to have another baby because I had three babies at home. Um, But I said, it's it's our future. I just know that I want to be surrounded by our children and their family and our grandchildren. And I've just always envisioned all of these children and this big family. And um, when I look at the picture, like a family photo of the five of us, I see it, but I know that there is a child missing. I know that there is supposed to be one more child in that photo. And I explained that to him and he was like, okay, let's do it then. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so surreal right now, but okay. So anyways, that was like a really pivotal moment for me because I was feeling so good about my life and then out of nowhere, it was like the missing piece, this this fourth child that I had been longing for was going to happen. And long story short, my husband was actually coming home the following week from out west and was going to be home for not very long like I think he was only going to be home for maybe a week that at that time and I quickly calculated and I was like oh my gosh that's when I'm going to be ovulating like we have this window of opportunity to create this fourth child and then he wouldn't be home again for months so I knew that it was sort of like now or never long story short he he did come home and we conceived our fourth child and you know Andy is our our fourth he's now five um But anyways, that the reason why I'm telling you this story is because that trip to Vancouver was such an eye opener for me and showed me what I wanted more of in life. And what I wanted more of in life was freedom, adventure. It was um, it was an opportunity for me to discover who I actually was aside from being a mom. I had been wearing this mom hat for a few years and it consumed me. It consumed me in amazing ways, but also really hard ways. And that trip, it was like I took off that mom hat and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a person. I, I have needs. I have wants. I have desires. I have dreams. I didn't know how good life could actually feel until I was like stripped away of all of those other roles and I was left to be alone and to really without any distraction discover who I was and it was like 
so eye-opening for me. And I came home from that trip just a little bit different. It's not like my life completely changed because of that trip, but it was like I took one small step in another direction that meant that I kept taking more and more steps into this person who I wanted to become. Um, Do you have to go across country and spend like a week alone? No, you don't. Although I highly recommend it if you can. But you can create time in your day, time in your week, time every month to really discover and figure out who it is that you want to be as long as you get quiet with yourself and you remove all distractions and you strip away your hat and your layers and you actually get real about what it is that you want out of your life, who you really are and what your like desires are and and your dreams. Um, So sort of like what happened after that was like this ripple effect of like amazing things that started to unfold in my life. When my husband came home the following week, um, we, you know, not know, like we unknowingly conceived our child. I didn't know that it was going to work, but we did. Um, We conceived our fourth child and we actually like out of nowhere went and looked at our dream house and put in an offer and, and purchased our dream home, which we're currently living in right now. So it just all of a sudden was like this this like possibility of life unfolded for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what, what else, what else do I want? What do I want to make happen? Um, and it was these small little shifts that I started to make. It was shortly after that, that I joined, um, the business that I'm now in the network marketing business that I'm in, because I just had this like vision of feeling better. I was surviving like off of coffee and grilled cheese crusts and living my life until it was bedtime and nap time and you know time where my kids would get into bed and I could lay on the couch and watch reality TV and eat ice cream like that was sort of what I felt like I was living my life for um and it was just kind of like rinse and repeat over and over again same thing every single day So I remember scrolling Facebook one day and seeing um, this family friend that I had known for years, not really like not super well, but I knew of her and she was posting about a shake. Now, like this is probably where you're like, oh God, here we go. But she was posting about a shake and she was saying how she could get all of her nutrition in with this one shake. And I honestly stopped and I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I need because I was surviving on like really bad nutrition, um, under eating on a lot of things, overeating on a lot of other things and just was feeling really, really depleted and stuck in that like toilet bowl of mom life with these three young children on my own, of course, because my husband was out West and I messaged her right away and I was like, like where where can I buy this shake I this is what I need and I had never been a shake person like I turned my nose up those people who were like drinking their protein shake and making their shakes like I was like no that's not necessary that's not me but I was at this point where I was feeling so depleted that I was almost just like reaching for anything that someone could give me that could change how I was feeling. Um, so she sent me a link. I ordered the shakes 
and it came with a nutrition um, little program and also a workout program. I put all the nutrition stuff and the workout stuff aside because I was like, I do not have time to work out. Like, I do not have time. I've got three little kids. I'm working almost full time as a registered nurse. Like, I don't got time to move my body, but I do have time to throw some ingredients in a blender for 30 seconds and drink that while I'm like running after the kids or driving um, or outside with them. So to me, that was like this solution. I even before I got the shake into my house, I was like, I found a solution to my problem. This feels so, so good. I'm now going to be able to give my body what it needs without having to go to very much effort so that was like such an ideal thing for me um the shake came I didn't love it at first but I knew how good it was for my body because I'm just like a, a researcher and I'm kind of a nerd about like learning about things so I dove hard into like what actually is in this shake what the ingredients are doing and I was blown away um and very quickly I became passionate about like learning more and wanting to know more about what what I could do for my body basically to feel even better. Within a couple weeks of drinking Shakeology and not changing anything else, um, I started to just feel a lot better. I was never needing to lose weight. I was actually quite thin at this point because I was so depleted and taking care of everyone else. Um, but I started to feel much more energized and almost like clear-headed and my digestive system improved so much. I used to end the day feeling extremely bloated, um, but thought that was kind of normal. And I would start the day feeling exhausted and run down, which I thought was just what moms felt like. I thought that was just what being a mom was like. I was supposed to feel energetically depleted, exhausted, irritable, burnt out, frustrated. I thought those were all feelings that moms all felt and that was just the reality of my life now. Turns out that is so far from the truth. And even just implementing this shake into my life started to shift some of those feelings for me because I was actually giving my body what it needed. Um, and that just like really had a huge impact on how I was feeling. And then of course, once you start feeling good, what do you want to do? Well, you want to do more things that make you feel good. So over, you know, the next few weeks, even the next couple of months, I started to implement, um, you know, just adding in some healthier food, swapping out some of the old foods that I used to eat changing them up for some healthier alternatives. And then I even started to dabble in a little bit of, um, of the workouts and just started to like move my body. And I just started to feel really, really good. And I remember waking up one morning feeling energized, feeling kind of excited and happy. And I was like, whoa, this is different. Like this isn't how I usually feel. And it got me um, to a point where I was like, other people need to know about this. Like I have implemented these changes. I'm following these nutrition programs that are so simple that even me, who's so busy, um, you know, doing all the things I was like winning the award in life for being the busiest or so I told myself. And I'm like, if I can do this, why is there people walking around overweight, unhappy, feeling frustrated, feeling depleted when this solution is actually so simple. 
So I slowly sort of fell into this business because it came from a place of like passion. And I mean, that still is what fuels my business is the passion that I have for showing other women how good life can actually be and how good they can feel. Because I knew that if I could do it, other women can do it. So I just started posting on social media about the changes I was making. And by this point now, I'm pregnant um, with my fourth baby. And I'm just showing how you can live a healthy lifestyle with three young children, still working, solo parenting, and being pregnant. And I was able to inspire a whole lot of women to create the same changes. Some women just came into my accountability groups because they wanted support with their health and fitness and I was able to mentor them and cheer them on and we held each other accountable. And then slowly over time, I started to attract women who wanted to begin to do what I was doing and they wanted to be able to inspire other women too because I had helped them create change in their life. They had that same like spark and passion and fuel inside of them that was like, I want to tell other people about this too. Like, I want to help my sister. I want to help my coworkers. I want to help my friends. And it just became this little ripple effect. I had no intentions of this turning into a business ever. I did not even understand that there was like an income potential with this. I was so naive to all of that. I was just having fun and this was bringing so much value to my life that even my husband started to notice that, wow, Megan, you're like a lot happier. You're a lot kinder to me. You're, you're like showing up as a parent a lot better. And there was something inside of me that started to think like, could this be something more? I was seeing other women in my industry sort of like creating a business out of this and making really decent money and going on these incredible trips. And I started to think like, could I do this too? Like, is there a possibility that this could be something that I could make into a big thing? And Obviously, it did not happen overnight. Nothing good happens overnight. Um, nothing like sustainable will happen overnight. But I really decided like, what do I want my future to look like? And it was at this like crossroad point in my life where I knew I was going to be going on maternity leave soon with baby number four. Um, and I knew that after my maternity leave, I was going to have to go back to work probably working close to full-time hours because we had bought our dream home like I had mentioned before um, and you know things just keep adding up cost wise and we were just sort of like we were doing fine financially but we were essentially living paycheck to paycheck we didn't have any you know consumer debt but we were just getting by and there was nothing left for extras and it was sort of like that moment when I was in Vancouver envisioning this life and how good things were feeling I kind of went back to that place and I was like but I want so much more out of my life like I want to travel I want to feel the way that I felt when I was in Vancouver I want to feel that way regularly I want to feel that way on a daily basis and I knew that by living paycheck to paycheck and working full-time outside of the home at the hospital long hours long shifts weekends night shifts holidays I knew that that was not gonna get me to where I wanted to go 
And then I had this little opportunity on the side, this little business that I had started. And I was like, could I create something out of this? And I knew I had the passion. I knew I had the grit and the determination, but I didn't know what else I needed until I just decided to dive in and I just went for it. And I used that maternity leave to really propel and gain um, a lot of momentum in my business. And I just started talking to other women who wanted the same thing. Other women who were happy, who had everything they wanted, but were still feeling stuck and unfulfilled. And this business started opening up doors for them and started showing them a whole other future that they did not realize was possible. And it's been now over five years since I dove into this business and started to create basically a whole new life for myself and for my family. And I have also been able to help like hundreds of women um, get healthy and start to live like a really fulfilling life in their own health and fitness. But I've also been able to help so many women start up a business from home that are now part of my team and part of my community. I have been able to travel, which was something that I thought I had that one opportunity in Vancouver to travel. Turns out that's not the case, although COVID is definitely proving me wrong this year as all of my trips have been canceled in 2020, but I have really high hopes for 2021. Um, But it just opened up the doors for me to be living a completely different life. And yes, the income has been incredible and it has been able to allow me to, um, you know, not work at the hospital. I choose to work as a registered nurse a few shifts a month because it really does bring me joy and nursing is definitely one of my passions, but I don't have to work at the hospital anymore, which is such a blessing because I know that I won't turn into someone who is irritable and burnt out in the nursing profession, which is just really something that I did not want to become. And now I get to be at home with my kids um, and just doing what I want to be doing. And those same feelings that I created when I was in Vancouver, I actually have on a regular basis now. And I wake up with this feeling of fuel and passion and like a burning desire to just keep growing my business but more so helping other women to um to feel the same way that I feel and to even open their eyes to the idea that they can feel this good because I didn't know right like I think back to five six years ago I thought that life was really good then, and it was, it was fine, but now I know how much better things can feel and how much future, like how much potential um, and how much freedom my future now involves, if that makes sense. So that's kind of like a little bit of a journey into the life of Megan over the past five to six years. Um, but the reason why I share this is because I know that there's so many women, cause I talk to you guys on a regular basis that you're feeling stuck. You are, you're feeling in lack of whether it's money, time, energy. Um, and I know that you don't have to feel that way. 
no, I'm not doing this podcast so that you're going to say, okay, I'll join your business. But I just want you to realize that there is so much more potential out there for you, whether it's my business or a different business or even just you getting quiet with yourself every single day and trying to discover what it is that you actually want more of in your life. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Life is meant to be amazing. Um, But so many of us will go through life feeling mediocre and feeling stuck and feeling unfulfilled or we'll go through life just feeling like okay and not realizing that it can be a whole lot better. I have not reached my capacity. I have not reached the level that I know I can reach, which is why I continue to show up every single day, which is why I do personal development every day, which is why I started this podcast so that I can just keep continuing to move on upward every single day because I know that when I think that I've hit my limit, there's actually like a whole other level of possibility And I just want to continue to reach and tap into everything that this life has for all of us. Um, I, I had so many limiting beliefs to what I could do with this business and what I could do with my life. And I've shattered so many of them. And now I'm like looking at all these other limiting beliefs that I have. And I'm just like determined to just keep shattering them and keep shattering them so that I can just keep living an even more fulfilling um, life. And my mission is to help you shatter those limiting beliefs one at a time because as you shatter them, you realize like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. Oh my gosh, I had no idea this existed. What else can I learn? What else can I get curious about? How good can things get for me? That is my mission. That is why I started this podcast. That is why I show up every single day in my business. I hope that this somehow sparked something in you, whether it's to take a vacation alone, whether it's to, you know, spend 10 minutes in silence with your journal, thinking about what you really want, um, whether it's reaching out to me and wanting to know more about how you can get involved with what it is I do, um, my mission and, and becoming part of my team. I, I don't care what it is that you do, but I hope that you walk away from this podcast. Just maybe you have one step in another direction like I did when I went to Vancouver when I messaged that girl on Facebook about the shakes, when I told one person about this business opportunity, um, every little thing that we do is putting us like in one step closer to the person that we are going to become. So think about who that person is that you want to become and make sure that every single day there's like one step getting closer and closer and closer. You don't need to take giant leaps. You don't need to sprint or run to that person. You just need to take like one small step every single day to get closer to who it is that you want to be and the life that you want to be living. All right, you guys, I hope this inspired you. Take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in your stories at Megan Rumpel 4 and reach out to me let me know your aha moments and I just hope that you will take this opportunity to create the life that you want to be living okay bye-bye guys